Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello. Welcome to the Waypoint UK podcast, episode 10. It's May the 4th. By the time you're hearing this, it's not May the 4th now with us in this room, but <laughs> that's the way non-live recordings work. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. My name is Mike Diver, senior editor at Waypoint, and I'm joined for this podcast by Kate Gray. Hello. I, I May the 4th be with you. Oh, you see, there you go. You but, didn't make any Star Wars references. No, I didn't because Star Wars is garbage. Oh, just to, oh, a just hot to take. Get, get off on the right foot <laughs> I'm there. I'm leaving. There won't be any Star Wars talk unless there is. And also along for the ride today is uh, Andy Hamilton, podcast first-timer, but not a Vice game slash Waypoint first-timer. No, I've done stuff for you before. I got the fear <laughs> so bad when you said it was May the 4th. It's thrown me through a loop. I was like, is it? I've got a fight on done? May the 3rd. Yeah, so. I was like, what have you done? Here. I'm not even in the country. You're not here. You're probably working somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, a busy man. What's happened? What is <laughs> happening on May the 4th? I don't know. I just thought it was May the 4th. No, I was like, what? But when What's you, happened? listener, are receiving this, <laughs> it, it will be May the 4th. Unless they're listening to it late, Mike. Some Already. people have busy schedules. Sometimes it pops up early. <laughs> um, and you can find out for yourself when it pops up early if you subscribe <laughs> to this podcast using the normal means like iTunes and various other podcast providers or just come by the Waypoint website and find it on there. Waypoint.vice.com is where all the cool stuff you need to know about video games lives and this podcast. <laughs> so um, <laughs> Andy, as a Waypoint podcast newcomer, give us a little uh, lowdown on what's been going on with you and games lately play a lot of fighting games mike basically that's all i do um i play a lot of fighting games and talk about a lot of fighting games and try to compete in them and that is sort of my niche raison d'etre yeah yeah basically i've sort of carved out a bit of a yeah. niche recently which is good um i've sort of become a bit of like the go-to guy for any anytime there's any fighting game chat coming up which like is good the small matter of marvel versus capcom marvel. last week i yeah. did the hat trick of unreleased fighting games played tekken injustice and marvel i did marvel and dc are in you, one day are you embargoed or can you say which one of those three is your favorite I don't think I'm embargoed. Well, you may as well just go for it then. Oh, Marvel by far. Marvel by far, there you go. It's not even close. Um, <laughs> uh, it's Marvel, baby. Um, so yeah, that, that that's sort of what I do. I mean, obviously, like I, I'm freelance, so I write for whoever will pay yeah, me. Yeah. Games TM, PC game, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and that's, that's it. That's so, so you're the perfect person to bring onto a podcast that has nothing to do with fighting no, games. No, th th that's a good point. I also really like horror games, there well, we go. That's, that's useful, which, isn't it? Which allows us to pivot to the fact yeah. that we're gonna we're gonna start this podcast um, um, by talking a little bit about prey and then a little bit about aliens. Because I mean, it's May. 
Prey is imminent. Prey's out May the 5th. And yep. then in the UK, at least, uh, the new Alien film's out a week after that. Oh, wow. Now, someone... Because I thought it was May 19th, but I heard an advert from yeah. the UK the other day, uh, the other day, a few hours ago, and it said May the 12th. So, um, there you go. Kate, you're Hello. back in the country. I... Right now, yeah. yes. For I mean, you're not when people hear two this. Days, yes. For two days, yeah. Two days. You were in Berlin recently. I was in Berlin for a week. That was last week. How was that? That was good. Uh, it was for a maze, which is uh, a games and art sort of festival. Um, it's not like GDC or E3 or Gamescom where it's like business and games yeah, and buy more, this game. More it's, indie Katie, isn't it? Yeah, like, there's a lot of games yeah. that you would only ever play at a festival. There was one that was played on a vinyl which I think you would really like. It's projected on onto, a a, onto a turntable. On a record player. A record player. I hate it's it called, when young people call them vinyl. It's called vinyl OS, which is why I said that. I'm what sorry. do you call records, Kate? Uh, usually records. You don't call them vinyls? No. Good. But That's it's called right. vinyl OS. Yeah. It's a very good game, but you'll only ever play it at a, at a games festival or if you've got this expensive piece of DJ hardware, which is basically just a record player that you can put mp3s on i don't know he explained it to me but i didn't really understand sounds so. good <laughs> it was it's good. always good to talk about games that no one listening is ever gonna play yeah sorry about that but it, it's interesting and maybe there's a video of it on the internet is that is that maybe as in there is and you can check it out i don't know oh, you i do not know. you haven't done your research <laughs> haven't done no. your research kate great we um, talk about horror games we are going to talk about horror games let's talk a little bit about prey right prey prey's the big game for me I guess. I mean, I know you just said Injustice is coming. Yes. That's May. Um, That's May. Tekken is June, isn't Tekken it? Tekken is June. Yeah. Um, but I was looking at the schedule and there's, you know, a couple of reissues along the line. Um, but really, Prey seems to be the big thing. Obviously, this is a new Prey made by Arcane, makers of Dishonored, mm. and Dishonored 2, uh, and published by Bethesda, which means none of us have played it. Yeah. Because <laughs> even though it's days away from release, the Bethesda policy is to not send out review code until like the day of release that used to be like a really worrying sign when mm. games were and then you know, do co- well no because Wolfenstein they did it with Wolfenstein before really? and that was great as oh. well like I just think that like with Bethesda stuff you do have to just throw your hands up and go I guess we'll see then yeah, yeah. you know it used to be like what are they hiding but we they, they now have previous for just sending games out on the day they come out and yeah. then being complete worldies so. I read a read a Polygon piece I think the other day that was talking about um how Dishonored 2 started this and I was like saying no 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 Doom Doom started this but Wolfenstein before then even but they just didn't formalise it it wasn't like a yeah yeah yeah. it was before they did that big spiel where they said they specifically said this is why we're doing it yeah I don't don't know how I I feel about that because like you say I mean you know Dishonored 2 great Doom was great Wolfenstein pretty good that's the new blood right uh, and I think the other one and the old yeah, new order order and old blood old blood I'm I'm confusing the two games um but Prey is the latest. It's it's a reboot of a 20, I, 2006 game, in a way. Prey's a weird one, isn't it? Because it was, yeah, it was the 2006 one. And then somewhere in the gap between that and what we're about to get, it was like, what, two other things? One of them was like a... They tried to make a Bowie Hunter, yeah. Blade Runner type thing. But even the original Prey, I was reading a little bit about this today, because obviously the new game has caused some people, I think it was on Eurogame where I read it, um, you know, people have written kind of pieces on the original Prey again. And that game, they started, I can't remember the name of the studio, Human Head, is that yeah. what it's called? They, was, they started planning that in 1996. Yeah. And it came out in 2006. So this is a series 
It had a touch of the jig for in the about it. Loosest sense possible with only one game, but a twenty year history, <laughs> which is insane. Yeah. Yeah, I know that when they, they announced this latest one for real, when they were like, yeah. you know, Arcane have got it, this is what it is, there was like an initial wave of disappointment when that those that leaked footage or like leaked screens of right. kind of the halfway prey to where it kind of looked a bit it looked a bit dread. It's okay. kind of like that sort of futuristic yeah. thing. Uh, and it was meant to be like a bounty hunter chasing criminals down and stuff right. like that. Sounded really cool. This is not a bounty hunter game, is no. it? No. Um, they basically scrap that. Whatever that is, is yeah. gone. Chucked to Complete the side. scrap. Although it should be said, I mean, I, I guess you'll agree with me, Andy. And have you had a chance to play the demo at all, Kate? No. You haven't. <laughs> um, but you know a bit about this. The pro, I, I, the don't, pro I don't actually have any consoles at the moment, other than the Switch. Oh, well, you're on the move, aren't you? Though? I'm on the move. Prey of Ass is not available things. on Switch. Yeah, I've got yeah. my Steam and I've got my Switch. and that's Those all. are good enough. Yeah. When you're on the go, you've got your Zelda. You've got my Zelda. You've got your Snake Pass, maybe. Yeah. It's quite good. I like She's it. got my Zelda. Snake oh, yeah, Pass I, is a horror it's, game. It's very good. It's spooky. It's not spooky. What's not spooky? Snake Pass. Snake Pass. It's, it's not, not that spooky. spooky, no. There are no... Are there any horror games on the Switch at the moment? <laughs> no. Um, I mean, it depends what you class well, as Nintendo horror. Nintendo has horror, doesn't it? They had a... Um, what, was, what was the... Eternal that Dark, cell section Eternal in Darkness. Zelda. Goodness me. They've got that... Fatal Frame? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A Maiden of Blackwater. Spooky. That was on the Wii U. Uh, I'm never going to play it, but it's spooky. There's a um, demo on the Wii U. You can you can try it. No. <laughs> well, you could <laughs> if you had your Wii U. Also a problem. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of, of Switch horror, but... I mean, to me, Super Mario Odyssey is a horror. It's horrible. <laughs> it's body horror. It is. It's body yeah. horror. Yeah. His hat's got eyes. He's got a really realistic moustache. You can jump on, like, human people, people. Which makes Mario yeah. a not human. It's all very weird canonically. It, yeah. Can you imagine if um, 3D skinny Mario showed up? Blech. That would be horrible. Blech. Skinny Mario is the scariest thing Nintendo. I want to see what like Bowser looks like in Odyssey, whether he actually looks like Dennis Hopper or not. I would be good if he looked like Godzilla. Just like building size dude. <laughs> Just smashing it. It'd be like, so it's like Rampage. A little I'd bit, be so probably. into that. <laughs> 3D there, Rampage. Have it like go. scale him like Shadow of the Colossus. Just, just off, off. stab him in the top. No. Well. Just a quick aside. I saw news about The Rock confirming that he's going to work on a Rampage movie. What's, who's he going to play? Lizzie? What, one of the, the, the big ma- ape, maybe. Really? I have, no, I have no idea. I just saw a headline. It made me think about, you know, game film adaptations and yeah, Rampage, why not? Giant monsters. Sure. I suppose that makes really easy sense. I'm big into The Rock playing one of the big monsters. That I hope be... it's a musical. Rampage the musical. <laughs> I mean, he was very good in Moana with his singing. So was he? yeah. Yeah. I haven't had the chance to take the kids to the kids' club it's, cinema. It's good. He I'll sings the song in it. <laughs> there are there is no obvious singing in Prey. Oh. Um the video game. Good segue. Um which is out very soon. <laughs> Um, there is, however, to, to go back to the fact that it's obviously a, a, a series with a long development history, a lot of throwbacks to how games were, and by were specifically, I mean one game series. Andy, what did Prey really remind you of when you played it? Reminded me of the first Bioshock game Zing. a lot. <laughs> Zing. But it is. Yeah, it is. like not even a little bit. It was it same vibe. Same crap combat. Oh. Like, the first thing you get is a wrench. First thing you get is a wrench. You search bins to find shit. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> One of the things... That it, is, it is very, very, very Bioshock. Oh. It has a lot of the same... You know, a lot of the same sort of trademark Bioshock bits. 
But one of the things I actually really liked about this demo, even in the... It says first hour, but it's a first it, hour in the same way the Resi demo was yeah, a first it, it hour. It lets it's, you poke around, though, doesn't it? Yeah. But in terms of actual progression, it's about 20 minutes. Yeah, it's yeah. basically a tutorial and a little bit afterwards. But um, the the bad guy in it, the what they called the... The aliens. The aliens the, in the, it. You see a, a kind of a, a humanoid one called a phantom... Yeah, but what's the royal group? A Typhon. Typhon. Which makes That's me a, want a cup of tea all the time. It does a little <laughs> yeah. bit, yeah. Or an expensive vacuum cleaner, it could uh, be. Yeah, well, that kind yeah. of works, yeah. But, um, Brexiter. So they, um, they can become anything. And I think that was really cool because... Here we are drinking from these cups. Exactly. I don't even know. Once, once I had the first one of them jump out of a chair at me, yeah. which genuinely shit me up, yeah. I was like, okay... Were you playing with headphones? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, the oh, sound is great. Yeah, it's the by um, really Mick good, Gordon, yeah. the guy who did Doom and Wolfenstein. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, 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 he's very legit. But um, what I really liked about that is one of the things that Bioshock, especially Bioshock Infinite, get a lot of heat for is the fact you search every bin and you find like banana skins and bullets and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, in Prey, the bin could bloody kill you. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> so you've got this weird thing where like... It, Every single piece of furniture, much like Bioshock, brings up a prompt search. Oh, I'm looking through. I've got some crap for, yeah. you know. There is a point crafting. Crap crafting. Yeah, yeah, right? it's yeah, crafting yeah. You, you or ammo or health packs. It, yeah. But for every one of those, the filing cabinet could throw out this horrible, like, black, shadow monster black slime mess. thing. Yeah. So is, it, is it like mimics, but everything's a mimic? Yeah, yeah. Cool. pretty much. Yeah, yeah pretty and much. I will never play that. Yeah. I think it was just nicely subverted that one thing that people always take the piss of Bioshock out of the the whole bin searching pick them up yeah yeah it's like that is definitely still in the game and it seems like an important part of it but once I had the first one jump out of me I was like I'm gonna just maybe leave that set that really suspicious looking set of drawers alone I'm just gonna is that your pitch for Prey that, you know, you can search everything, but it might kill you? Yeah, kind of. That's, that's, a that's better, what I got from the demo. That's yeah. a better line for the poster than this is Bioshock in space, which is what I've seen on the underground. <laughs> oh. Which, which, just, is a which just seems very to be selling it. It's accurate, though. but it's, isn't it? If you were the makers of a game, do you really want your game to be sold as being a lot like another game? Is that literally the tagline? Yeah, yeah, well, that's, yeah. that's that one of the quotes on a poster on the underground. That's yeah. a bit weird. But I think that that's what you're going to get if... Um, if you're not willing to send out games beforehand, people mm-hmm. have to just go on the absolute basics. It's not like, yeah. you know, what is it, a week before release now? It's well, not like there are days, people... Yeah, day, yeah days yeah. before release. It's not like there are writers for your favourite websites out there playing it right now and formulating an opinion on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've, and sharing we've, their opinions with other people on Twitter and yeah. inadvertently leaking that information to yeah, the of masses. Course. Yeah. <laughs> we've all played the same one-hour demo. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, yeah, it is. Based on that, it's Bioshock in space. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I've had two sessions with it. One was last year. Was it last year? I think it was. And it was basically the demo that has come out now. Yep. And earlier on this, just a few weeks ago, I went into Bethesda and I played a bit more ahead of where the demo goes. And so you meet, when you actually start scanning creatures... Uh, aliens because you get this thing and like it's because it, because the game has these things called neuro mods right yeah which are plasmids yeah, yeah they're your plasmid <laughs> slash level up tree kind of skill tree kind of thing um but with this special gadget you get 
you can scan the aliens and learn their abilities. And that's how you, as the character called Morgan you, which is either brilliant or just too on the nose, depending on which way you (laughs) interpret it, Morgan you, which could be a man or a lady. My two times through I've played as the lady and I I should really mix it up because I want to see, there's a bit at the very start where your hand goes over and it turns off an alarm. I want to see if that that arm's all hairy, (laughs) if it's a man. I, I, I forgot to do that. Um, yeah, you, you you can. That's how you learn the ability to um, become a cup or become a, a oh, desk tidy. Yeah, I yeah, do. you can do that. So there's a bit in the later bit I played where I wanted to get into this room, and there's it's one of those games where there's multiple ways to do everything. Yeah, they, so, it does say, spell that out in the demo as well. Yeah. It, lit, it was a bit on the nose. It literally stops you and goes, "By the way, you can do this whole section." many different ways yeah. and then basically goes like you get the key card or there's an air vent but it's on you but it was a bit but you find the key card immediately and just yeah, open the door exactly what yeah, yeah yeah that's that's what happened to me as well both times but um yeah i, I became like a, a little desk tidy wait you can become this li- sounds like everything now as in the game everything you can uh, become yeah. a lamppost you can be I a don't moose think you can be quite anything but okay. the, you learn the ability of that these type Thons have mm. to to mimic their surroundings okay. and use it to your advantage to hide from things to get through gaps and whatnot. That sounds like a great kind of uh, cool multiplayer game. You know, like some Assassin's Creed have the and like Watch Dogs have the ability that you can pretend to be an NPC yeah. until someone figures you well, out. The first Assassin's Creed, didn't it? You kind of became yeah. a, one of the monks or I like whatever. That. Yeah, and if if you had that, but you can be a cup, and someone's trying to find you in a room, and you're like, I'm a cup. And then they just put you in the dishwasher with all the rest and that's, you drown. That's not a game. That's, that. that's a terrible fate. Imagine disguising yourself as a cup. Brilliant. They don't know. They don't know what the hell is going on. You're upside down. There's some good. finish in there or something. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, not, not the people. <laughs> no, not just a bunch of fins. Okay. Hanging out in your, in your plumbing. Mm. That reminds me of this time I was playing a long time ago, Duke Nukem 3D Deathmatch on the PC. And... Obviously, like the animation of Duke was just like a two D sprite, mm. and he had like, Much like now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, bullet storm, yeah. He's um, he's got like he had like two frames of animation, so you, it wasn't even like when you had a different gun, he didn't it didn't show he had a different gun. It was just the same two D sprite. It was just the missiles would come off or lasers would come off. Um, a friend of mine, without letting anyone know, just went into the editor and just changed all of the Duke animations, every single one of them, to the tree texture. <laughs> and then just went into a crowded area of trees on one of the maps at the start of it and just stood there <laughs> and it, does, it didn't matter where every moved because every single animation was just the tree so mm. he would remain the tree no matter what yeah. and he just stood there picking people off and no one noticed until he got caught in the crossfire of another fight yeah. and he was at like top of the leaderboard and we were all thinking how's he doing this <laughs> and then suddenly we just saw this tree go whoop and move out the way of a missile and we were like it's him. The uh, mimic is the tree. That ty- that those typhons get everywhere, yeah. don't they? We were ahead of the curve. <laughs> we should have aliens. spoke to them in, in... It was probably around that time. We should have yeah. spoke to them then. Listen, pray, guys. We understand you're having some trouble. <laughs> Your game's not until 2006. <laughs> this is a game I would like to play. I mean, pray, sure, sounds fine or whatever, but a game where everyone's pretending to be different objects and you have to kill each other. Wasn't That's there great. a thing a while ago where people were pretending to be like statues or something in Dark Souls? There was something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Were, That's devious. Or Spy were... Party. It's a bit like that where you're pretending right. to be just a person at the party. Yes. Like it's just uh, that's the one with just people wandering around yes. and you have to mimic like NPC movement, Ooh. which yeah. is quite clever. Devious. And if someone like looks at you and goes, "Oh, they're walking in straight lines," I reckon that's 
Yeah. I don't think there's a multiplayer element to Prey, is That's there? That's a shame. Not that I'm aware of. Don't Maybe think so. But then again, there wasn't for D- Dishonored or Doom. No, there was for Doom. Of course yeah. there was for Doom. What am I talking uh-huh. about? <laughs> I never played the multiplayer of Doom. Though. Someone told me it wasn't very good and I just... It was totally fine. It was f- adequate. It, it was it, totally fine. It was fine, was it? Okay, Koki. Um, but obviously I want to you know, talk about Prey being... I, I, I haven't seen in any of the marketing that it's explicitly a horror game. But you talk about jumping there. When I first played it, like a few people in that room shrieked, mm-hmm. like audible shrieks over my headphones. And I definitely fidgeted. And I'm not usually moved, because I'm a dead husk of a human being. Most yeah. things don't affect me. No, I can relate. But, but there, was, there are jumps. <laughs> and, and you had your cans on, your headphones on. And, and some of the sound, I wrote about this on Waypoint uh, recently, like after my second time with the game. I think the sound design's great. Mm. It, it has that kind of dead spaciness where you're constantly on edge because you keep hearing things rattling and rolling and clanking. You know? yeah. And because anything could be, you know, you'll hear something drop down behind you. And it's that, you know, again, dead space thing where like, because I've been playing dead space again recently, maybe you can tell. And, uh, you know, these fucking things come down. They're constantly tricking you. That game constantly tricks yeah. you. Prey's kind of doing... There's a similar um, thing, yeah. There's a Kraken set piece in the demo, so it's not spoilers, because you can go home and play it yourself. Yeah. Where an um because uh, the spaceship seems to be f- fallen into quite a state of disrepair, given everything station. that's going on. But it's an space old space station, station isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um there's a bit where like I think it's a bin or like a canister sort of rolls down some stairs mm. off its own bat. Yeah. And you're just like, right. Did you hit it? <laughs> I didn't actually. You, no, I, 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 I hit that. Bit. I was brave on that one and went. That's <laughs> definitely bullshit. Yeah, like a <laughs> scripted thing that's Give meant it a to Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And um, it, it. Well, I'm not going to tell you what happens, but um, it's. I, I just really like that. I. I mean, I'm pretty good with horror stuff, mm. um, as I'm sure we'll get into later on. But like, um, the one thing that definitely got me about that jump is the fact that it 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 wasn't like scripted. It wasn't like a really sort of telegraphed this you know a long corridor of silence and a clearly obvious moment coming up it was a unscripted event because the enemy that i was chasing around the room had gone into something to hide i'd right. lost track of it and then walked up to it and it went when it popped out again you know it was yeah it was i, I think that, that it's definitely got something going on for it because it, it has a genuine element of surprise and like i say sort of subverts these common things that you do in video games yeah. so just when i think i'm you know i'm really good with horror games and i'm and i know how i kind of know how games work like mm-hmm. this so i can i can sort of almost prepare myself for jumps but then this one it's like well there's no way of doing that like I, the cup I in front a, of you can be i have a real problem with games that allow you no respite from it like alien yeah. isolation I, I couldn't stick with. Well, I couldn't stick with because it kind of wore its routine out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it did. Uh, it but did. also, you know, that's constant dread. Mm. Like, there are no safe spaces. Playing Dead Space again, there's like, even though they're telling you, oh, that's on that quarantine, it's fine now. You can go back in there. And you go back in there, and some fucking things running away in the vent. And you're like, I'm not, I'm not fine here. <laughs> this is never fine. And Prey was so far as exactly the same for me, where I'm just like walking around thinking. I'm being so tentative and so cautious and so slow. Yeah. Unlike a Bioshock, for instance, where you can just charge around killing everything. I do wonder if you hit the point that you get to in almost every horror game. Right. I think the only horror game I've well, never felt comfortable in was PT. 
Right, but yeah. But most other horror games, you hit a point where you kind of, not only do you have sort of like the rhythm of how yeah. the scares are you coming You see the down, tells and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and like you almost understand it mechanically and it becomes more of a game. And usually by the end of it, you're not hurting for weapons and stuff like mm-hmm. that if that's how they're trying to... Yeah, well, that's um, why Resi, Resi 7, for instance, kind of yeah. maybe loses its way a little bit. A great game from earlier this year. You know, as soon as you get... Yeah, I mean, stuff. I kind of enjoyed how daft it got towards the end, but yeah, yeah I wonder <laughs> if Prey does hit that point because, yeah. like, some of the weapons that you get in the demo are quite creative. Like, you've got that, like, what's it? It's like a glue. It's gun. a glue gun, basically. It's called the glue yeah, gun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It so you can fires. freeze the enemies or crap them and then hit Lumps. them with a wrench and they smash okay. apart. Right. It, it uh, looks like you can use that like for more than just that as you well. Need to, I made steps with it. Yeah, yeah like yeah. You, it fire, like they're actually so like stick. big physical objects. Yeah. Like, it's a bit like Zelda then. A bit like Zelda. <laughs> a bit like Zelda. <laughs> yeah. This is how I'm understanding praise. Like, okay, everything meets Zelda meets Bioshock I in think, space. Yeah, that sounds about yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. They it's can alter- put that on the post. Alternative history as well. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm always into a bit of alternative history. So in, in, in the pre- this prey timeline, mm-hmm. uh, John F. Kennedy was not assassinated. <gasps> And ultimately, the space race became a bit of a two-way... Well, the, the space station it's set on is an old Russian one, I, I want to say, but it was built with the cooperation of the US. So the Russians or the USSR and the US worked together. Oh, my. Whoa. Um, okay. But somehow or other... I didn't rather, get any of this from the <laughs> Somehow or other... I think it's all in the are logs you make, Are you stuff. making no, this up? No, no, no. It's all, it's all in the logs and whatnot. And... Um, so that was in the 60s and right. they, they slowly built this kind of space station around this satellite that got, yeah, that, that attracted the aliens for some reason or something. But um, it's, it's not set, it's a bit like um, Horizon Zero Dawn in so much as it's not set, well, when the shit goes down in Horizon Zero Dawn to create the world of like a thousand years later, like that's not very far from now. It's like the 2050s and this prey is set in the 2030s. Um there's a small, I don't know if you noticed this in the demo, like when you wake up, I want to say it's 2032. Right. But the game is set in later than that. I think it's 2035 because you realize you've been, you know, that's uh, not really your apartment yeah, and yeah, yeah. you've been tested on. So Morgan, you, the character you are, has been subjected to tests for a long time. Yeah, so. I, I actually missed that. I thought it wasn't as long as that, but it, that yeah. does actually make sense because they do sort of say like, at the end of the day, you forget everything yeah, and it exactly, resets and exactly. this has been going on. You've, for... been, you've been a guinea pig for a long time. Yeah. Um, so there's, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a, a, quite, a good, quite a good law there. And, and uh, to, to be honest, that <laughs> I was looking on Reddit, as you do, and people were talking about the demo and um, the intro sequence people were talking about. Like if you get, if you get the, even if you don't like horror games, the intro sequence to this new Prey where you get the helicopter ride, I thought was pretty rad. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, there's a cool, like synth music you get you know it's like good morning good morning morgan and you get your helicopter and you fly to where you're going to work and it's like you know you look out over san francisco bay and like there's right you know it's like you know arcane presents across the golden gate bridge or something yeah. it's like you know you land in your helicopter and then it all becomes a lie because later oh. on you find that helicopter <laughs> in the facility up. and it's just like like a rodeo horse or something like you know it's just a model um, sweet not really sweet because things are trying to kill you. you. Uh, They did make a helicopter for you. Apparently, was it you that said you jumped into the helicopter? No, it was was one of the Bitsocket lads jumped into the helicopter blades. (laughs) Just ran and killed themselves in the model helicopter. As you do. Um, But yeah, I mean, should, is it, like I look at this game as a horror game, but is it to the game's advantage that it's not actively selling itself as a horror game? It's got monsters that jump out at you, loads of jump scares, 
it's got body horror in it. Things crawl inside bodies. And I mean, like, yeah. even in the first thing you see in the trailer is him, like, pulling his eye yeah. down and Ooh, looking in the yeah. mirror and it's all red. It's all wow. contaminated and stuff, and stuff. yeah. yeah. So like they are they are trading it on that stuff. Um, I think it's definitely to its advantage because I have some friends who do not do horror. Yeah, and they've played the demo and subsequently gone like, "Whoa, it's really freaky!" And yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, it is." Oh, that's like a trick, though. Yeah, this Isn't is something it? that um, trick. yeah, it's good that you mentioned that because that's something that like I've always held with like horror stuff, especially with like the advent of VR stuff. Mm-hmm. Is you can't trick people with this stuff no. because there's a certain amount of like, especially with like you know, first person stuff or VR, the second you kind of break that trust and sort of go, it's actually about unicorns and then there's like a corpse. Um, <laughs> you know, like that Holy person Island, might yeah. never bother with your games again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this, or worse, like never bother with VR again. Burnt by that experience, never touch but it. I so I think that horror is something that, it doesn't really work if you just spring it on someone. Mm. Mm. And it, I think it has a detrimental effect. It doesn't have the kind of like, whoa, that was... But maybe if you go up. into it expecting Bioshock in space, then you expect some scares. Because Bioshock... Bioshock's a scary game. ...is kind of a horror game. Like that first time... Like, again, again I'm going to re- reference Dead Space quickly. But the first kind of time you meet a necromorph, I want to say, is called mm-hmm. Dead Space, you're in a lift and it's trying to get in. Yeah. The first time you see a splicer in Bioshock, you're in the, I can't remember what it's called now, bathysphere. the bathosphere, and it's trying to get in, and it, and it and it's that vulnerability and stuff, and, and of course Bioshock goes on, and there's, again, there's body Who's horror the in that. in Bioshock, the plastic surgeon? Oh, it's the doctor, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, early doors. His bit, his whole yeah. section is, yeah. that's, that is, that's, that's as horror. far as I got. So yeah. I, I played Bioshock on a tiny little, like, 14-inch CRT TV, in the dark <laughs> and my friends went okay we'll tell you when the jump scares are coming and they genuinely meant it they weren't trying to trick yeah. me and they went okay well there are none in this section and then there was one and i'm never playing bioshock again my uh, my wife cut my hair the other day can you tell it's all over the place. <laughs> uh, while we were watching alien and i kept okay. saying to her right take the scissors away from my ear now wait 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 okay the scissors can go back there now just in case <laughs> I know oh, we've seen the it. Jumping and the, I know and we've the seen sniffing. it, but like he's looking in, he's looking in. Keep those scissors away from me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, there's a yeah. Pray, mm. looks pretty good. Mm. Yeah, we're feeling it. You can turn into a cup. You can turn into a cup. There are monsters in space. Yep. The whole no code until it's come out. I I think it's having we'll, an effect on it we'll because see. I thought the game was being kind of sent out to die. I'd forgotten it was by mm. Bethesda, so I forgot about that. Yeah. And when I found out I was doing this podcast, the first thing I said to you is, I've not played it. Like, I mean, I get, I guess I'm coming on to talk about Prey, but I have not, I know yeah. very little about it. Ta-da, and demo. you were like, no, it's cool, it's a demo. That's all yeah. we know. Yeah. I played the demo and genuinely came away from the demo. Like, I'm actually pleasantly surprised I'd, by this. This, is actually, this has actually got some really cool I've ideas. I've seen other people do that. I mean, Sam Roberts, who's a PC gamer, mm. isn't he? He um, said something similar on Twitter the other day about like, you know, enjoyed it. Enjoyed it seems demo. to do all the stuff that people liked and remember Bioshock being good for. Mm. Yeah. Like if that's enough, it might s- score higher than the sevens that I think it's probably going <laughs> to get, which is good. That's fine. That says this game is good. It, it does is everything fine. you want it's it good to. Score. Does it? Um, maybe not in depends, the eyes depends of publishers. On the <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but we, we shall see. I'm I'm hopeful for it. I think it's coming out at a good time when there's not a lot of other big games. There's nothing out. Um, you know, it doesn't have to compete with with some of the ones we've had at the start of the year. And obviously we're not getting anything like uh, like new Uncharted isn't until August. 
you know, those kind of horrible um, box that is action adventure, you know, that that does well, the Tomb Raiders Mm. of this world, you know, we we haven't got any of them for a while. So I don't know, hopefully it does all right for them. I mean, it's been a lot. I know people were really excited about it. So touch wood for them. Um, You guys kind of touched upon it a minute ago in terms of like almost like, you know, horror games that aren't horror games. Just, Mm. Just quickly, like what... Like what games have kind of messed you up a little bit that aren't mm-hmm. sold as horror? Like you know, here's Prey, boom, it can surprise you. Here's Bioshock, boom, it can surprise you. Like what what puts you on edge or has, or has caught you out? Uh, so I the first talk I ever did was about this. Uh, it was called Super Mario sixty four is a survival horror, <laughs> and I stick by that. I mean, okay, you are just a clickbait generator. I am. I'm a writer. That's what I do, Mike. <laughs> Um, so basically, if you compare it to something like Resident Evil, which I've played many of, uh, you... you have, you, have you played all the Resident Evils? No, I have not played any of them. Um, <laughs> but I know about them because I do my research. There are but zombie dogs. I've heard and about big them. spiders. So yeah, there are big spiders yeah, yeah. In, in Super Mario 64. But the, the main thing is that you... You start off in an idyllic place. Yeah. There's this lovely castle, there's trees, there's birds singing. It's a bright, yeah. sunshiny day. You and then there's the a castle. fucking thing on a cloud that talks to you and you're like, no! Yeah. That's creepy. Yeah. But like, there's and he this, follows you around. This disembodied yeah. voice, Bowser's like, ha, 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 mm. I've trapped you in my castle. The one friend you have disappears after you talk to him, yeah. the little toad. There are haunted paintings with no explanation yeah. as to why they're haunted. Everything's Ooh. locked until you like complete a certain number of things. It's all it's all very Resident Evil. It's There's a haunted very... house hidden yeah. inside a ghost. Yeah, and, it doesn't and get scarier than that. There's a piano that, is, that tries to eat you, and there's on. a staircase that goes nowhere, and there's a hole in the floor, like that thing where you run towards Peach, and then it t- yeah. turns into Bowser, and you fall yeah. into the... That's terrifying. And the whole time, you are this little thing that's yeah. maybe not even a man, as we know now. No, he's not Mario human. Odyssey. We don't know what he is. What is he? And there's all these the like creepy like architecture things within the castle. Like it's it's like a TARDIS kind of thing that it, mm. it looks quite mm. well. It looks big, but it doesn't look as big as it actually is. Like you go into the dungeons where like the desert level is, and there's a rabbit running around, and yeah. there's this labyrinth of corridors, and like it's un- a fucking it's creepy got the, game. Um, unlimited staircase. As yeah, well. that's you terrifying. Stars, you can't run up it, and it plays that little yeah. piano bit as you go up. So creepy. I've been playing it recently, it's really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. surprisingly, Mario sixty four. Things you should never admit. I mean, I've owned Mario sixty four for years and years and years, like on on the N sixty four. Obviously, and I've never never finished it. One, oh, I've one never day. finished it. Really one good. day. You just don't need to finish it. You don't I know. need to finish video games. I, th- I think a lot of us dip our toes in these things, don't yeah. we, for a little bit, and then we we might dip up that same toe a few times over mm. the years and never actually get ahead and finish it. So. L- I literally. still haven't finished Zelda, so... What, the new one? 110 hours in. Oh, that's and I'm that's just, quite a lot. There's like a big radius around the castle where I'm like, I'm not going to go there. Not going there. You that's see, pretty much what I'm doing. I, and I'm all right with that. Yeah. I'll do it at some point. Yeah. I, I got to about the 90-hour mark and then I went inside that radius and just demolished everything because oh, I was I know super I'm buff like link by so then. Strong, I had the but... mask sword, I had the best shield because you get the shield from the cart, you can go get the shield um, from the, from uh, kind of oh, like the, the dungeons Hyrule, of the Hy- of Hyrule Hylian? Castle. Yeah. yeah. But you don't yeah. have to, like you can totally bypass all the guardians. Yeah. You can just come in from it from the north. I think I talked about this in the last podcast. Get that shield. Yes. That's a good shield. And then if you lose the shield, a guy in Tarrytown will sell it, sell it back to you. Nice. Um, worth knowing. Um, <laughs> I don't, I mean, I, I've never played a Mario game and felt a sense of dread or anything. Definitely in previous Zelda games, like when Zelda can get yeah. a bit dark. Ocarina of Time um, is, is Oh, Ocarina, yeah, like dark. atmospherically. Majora's definitely. Mask as well, because it's creepy. I've yeah. written yeah. about it before. It, 
it has this kind of meta creepiness where it takes everything you know about Ocarina of Time and subverts it using the same assets mm-hmm. in slightly different ways. So even just playing the game itself, you're like, this isn't right. Mm. Something's weird about this. So good. Yeah. yeah, Majora's Mask is weird. But um, everyone forgets the uh, the immediate aftermath of getting the Master Sword in Ocarina of Time where you roll out into Hyrule like village around the castle and it's just full of dead people. Yes, that was a very scary okay. moment. Yeah. When you realise that you, like A can beat them and B can run away from you them. just run like, around them, yeah. If you if you play the, I think it's the sun song around Redeads, they just like... They freeze up. They, I think they curl into a ball or they freeze up. Is that right? God, curling up into balls sounds all, like it well does, messed doesn't up, it? doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, they might do. The Redeads in Wind Waker are not as scary because they're kind of like sassy pirate zombies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, because yeah. there's even that kind of shit in Wind Waker, which I'm playing at the moment with my kids again. Yeah. They like it. They is like Wind it. Waker the one, or is it? Is it Majora's Mask? There's, there's one creepy underground bit that's filled with the zombie guys. Well, you oh, get the undersea it's, bit. Um, it's in the graveyard in Ocarina of Time, I think. Not that one. bit. I'm thinking right. of a... Oh, I think I'm thinking of a different thing. I think it's Majora's Mask. You're thinking of Dark Souls? No. That's got graveyards in it. Not played Dark Souls. Because <laughs> I've written down here, you know, games that aren't horror games but actually are. Mm. Bloodborne's totally a horror game. Oh, yeah. Yes. No, I, I think Bloodborne. all Completely of a horror games, game. So. Yeah, a horror game. But again, not really sold as a horror game. Dark uh, Souls is a horror game. Loads of those yeah. games are horror games. Bloodborne yeah. is very... like it's, it's, you know, It has like the Lovecraft whole thing yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah, so it's, it's very much in that... It's, it's dressings are, are very hard. Um, something I replayed recently that, that, that sets me on edge, and I remember as I was playing through it, I was remembering how it unsettled me before, <laughs> is uh, everyone's gone to the rapture. That is creepy, though. It is really creepy. Isn't that, creepy I've never like played it, but isn't that the point? And, t- and, and the whole horror about it is that it's the unseen horror. Yeah. It comes down to that, um, you know, if I can see it, then I know it exists and I can deal with it. And the whole thing about that game is that the thing that's killed all the people is this invisible, magical, invisible force, basically, that yeah. can travel in a telephone. I don't need to play it now. And, and uh, <laughs> oh, no, there's a lot more to it. Than, um, <laughs> but, yeah, I was playing it again recently. I was just walking around uh, Yorton, I think. No, yeah. that or was that Yarn? <laughs> I'm mixing up Bloodborne and, uh, <laughs> and uh, everyone's gone to the rapture now. But, yeah, I, and I, I just, you know, just sat there like, I feel like chilled yeah. a little bit when you, when you, and, and then that, I don't know whether it's, well, I do know, I don't know why, obviously, you know, family situations, kids, etc. There's a, there's, there's a harrowing, horrible bit in, um, everyone's gone to the rapture where you, you kind of encounter spoiler. It's been out for ages. Yeah. Um, you encounter like the kind of residual spiritual energy of a woman whose kids and husband went upstairs for a rest cause they fell mm. ill. And like someone's talking to her and she says, they've been quiet for hours and I'm not brave enough to go up and look. Yeah. And it's like, ah, they're totally dead. <laughs> and it's, it, that's, that's horrible. Well, that's horrible. And, and, but, but even things like, I played um, uh, the, What Remains of Edith Finch recently. Ooh. And there's horror aspects to that. Yeah. I mean, there is a fantastic whole deliberately like slasher movie sequence which is brilliant like yeah. if, if if anyone listening to this i won't i definitely won't spoil that because that's yeah. new um but there's a sequence in what remains of edith finch which is kind of like a collection of short stories which are kind of all presented in very very different ways and there's a bit with barbara finch who is edith's grandmother possibly like a former child star uh and it's just fantastic um 
I'll, I'll get the music that plays as you play the sequence is John Carpenter's uh, like Halloween. Oh wow! That plays as you're playing this sequence, and it's just like that's perfect. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, I was gonna say um, it's maybe a weird example, or maybe not, but Gone Home because no, God, totally it yeah. plays on horror tropes, and I don't know why it does that because I think well, it's it a creepy from the house. And there's some, I'm glad you said that. Yeah, there's, there's, like I didn't... A, there's one jump moment in it. Yeah, the, like, I. Set? Yeah. yeah, the light bulb blows as you walk past oh. it. You're like, why? And then, yeah, it goes back. Because I know, it. obviously, all, all the stuff about the dad's uncle or yes. something. I mean, that's horrible. Oh, it's, yeah, but I it's mean, not horror. No, it's, it's not horrible. It's, it's just nasty as fuck. Um, one of the reasons, again, why well, I'm glad you brought that up is because I've always been a bit torn on how I feel about the horror element in Gone Home. Yeah. Um, it's... I mean, it's obviously not really part of the story and it's kind of, I don't like how it makes you kind of, it tries to make you believe in the supernatural element to it, which isn't actually present at all. Yeah. And it, it's a total red herring it's for the most part. it's playing on your, your experiences of those kind of games before a little bit as well. It you is. Know, it yeah. knows it's a video game. Well, that's, that's kind of why I'm a bit torn on it because I know that, my fiance would love Gone Home, mm-hmm. but I also know she won't play it because she's zero tolerance horror. Yeah. She's not going to play it. And I know that if I say to her, like, look, it's fine. I'm spoiling this for you. The horror doesn't come to any fruition. Yeah. It, yeah. It's nothing. She won't believe me. She'll think I'm winding her up. But it's also like the build-up, isn't it? It's the build-up. The build-up to nothing can still be everything. Exactly. that's what happens in Firewatch. But that's why I'm torn on it because I think that, um, I mean, the fact that if I went to my parents house after being not there for a long time and it was empty suspiciously with notes left around in real life i'd probably be a little bit tentative yeah. as i walked around yeah. and i think by putting in the slightly the slight horror element to it makes you the gamer who sat at your computer yeah. less likely to just sprint around going da 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 and doing all yeah, the bits and pieces i mean it's tenuous i, I think i prefer not having yeah. it but um yeah i was chatting to someone once and they mentioned that that maybe the reason why there's that slight horror element is to kind of just give you a little reason to not just freak out and go for the whole house in 10 minutes like it's to actually yeah. go well hang on a minute i feel just as it, nervous yeah. being in this house as the protagonist does yeah i mean it kind of reminded me of my grandparents house which um they don't live there anymore but it was kind of similarly like weirdly big and strangely shaped and it had this kind of like all the patterns you know like old people patterns are always like you can see faces in them they're all very 70s and oh like wallpapers and, and stuff carpets wallpapers and carpets yeah like weird we used to have glass things. on my old front not front door the door between the lounge and the yeah. hallway had this kind of uh, textured glass on it. And I used to see faces in that yeah, creepy, when I was a kid. And I used to fucking, yeah, yeah, hated it. But like my grandparents had this like ratty old lion, like large, not life size, but large mm-hmm. that they always put on their bed. They'd make the bed and they'd put a lion on it. Why not? <laughs> and a little mole that went on his head. And like <laughs> you go up the stairs and immediately to your left was this always dark room because the curtains were always drawn. And this lion with these big beady eyes looking out at you. And it was almost as if like, because you know, you you don't go in your grandparents' bedroom. Why would you need to? So the lion was always like, you shouldn't be in here. You shouldn't even be looking in here. Yeah. What are you doing? Get out. And that was creepy. It reminded me of that. Gone home. Can... Reminds me of lions. <laughs> of, 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 of poorly stuffed ratty lions. Yep. 
Does it seems, not? Seems reasonable. <laughs> I was, See, was, there, was there anything kind of before 3D and walking around these places? I know Resi was obviously based on Sweet Home. I've got some, it, yeah, I've got I'm, some. I'm trying to think of 16-bit horror games. There's, there's a few. Well. I was going to, before we moved on to 16-bit horror, say that <laughs> seeing as it is May the 4th, yeah. Did you of ever play? Is, did yeah. you ever play um, Star Wars: Shadows of the Empire on the N sixty four? No. There's a bit in that where you had to go through some sewers, and the N sixty four had some breathtaking draw distance issues, <laughs> to put it mildly, and literal um, inches. And yeah. they were doing the the fogging thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you had to swim underwater through this brown water, and the boss was. I had to look about to pronounce it. Um, a thing called the Diagnoa Dian Dianoga. Dianoga. And it was basically like a big octopus tentacle thing. No. Yeah. And it's it's it had like a little mouth and these tentacles coming out of it. And I just remember that being god awful playing that for the first time because you can't see anything and then you just see these tendrils there. coming oh through this god. muddy murky yeah. water at you. And um I think that's why like water in games is like a big whoa. No. Yeah. Yeah, things I, that can come out of the murk. Yeah, that's I had a, a similar experience with Breath of the Wild because <laughs> Sorry. Um <laughs> if you're like floating around the world with yeah. your big sailcloth and um what I've been doing is is opening the map, going, there's a, definitely a secret there, okay. marking it and then going to it. And like five times out of ten, it's a big monster that I'm not strong enough to yeah. fight. But it doesn't pop in until I'm nearly on the ground, and then it'll be like, bang, there's a giant here. And I'll be like, ah, no! And then I have to just land on him and give it a go. Immediately cut stasis and run the fuck away. Yeah, stasis is a good last strategy. Very long, yeah. Huh? Last. On no, it doesn't on the like big boys, does it? Seconds. Have you done even Tide Island? No, because I'm saving it. Yeah, I haven't done that yet. Yeah, I'm saving that. Um, that's, up. That, that's almost survival horror in itself, isn't it? <laughs> I'm excited about it. I had it. a go at it yeah. when I was really underpowered and yep. just died. I got I get killed by lightning, which is the worst way to go. You want to get the the rubber armor? Oh, I've got all that, but it takes is... it away. If you go to Eventide Island, <gasps> it strips oh, yeah, all your stuff away. I yeah. forgot that that. Was oh, me! Thing. I've got the whole rubber suit. You've got to, you've yeah. got to rock that. It's very bondage. It's, it's so all bondage. straps and yep. black and yep. fish head. That I is a that, that is a cosplay <laughs> sensation this summer at Gamescom. Oh yeah, rubber link. A slight aside that isn't really anything to do with games, but I walked past a charity shop today that had this sort of rubber leotard with zips on the nipples and the crotch and just I was like, in the window what? yeah yeah <laughs> obviously used because it's a charity shop who's Ooh, gonna buy that that, yeah. had, that had better been sufficiently wet wiped <laughs> good grief not enough um 16 bit horror <laughs> 16 bit yeah when i was thinking you know clock tower see clock tower was on the snares wasn't it yeah and and the ps1 though playstation yeah it was different on the ps1 there was, was like it? a 3d version i think is it really I think it doesn't matter, but it was definitely on the SNES, yeah. The SNES one was, yeah, I've played the SNES one. The SNES one is, um, it actually holds up quite well, apart from the fact it's painfully slow. Mm, mm. So, like, when you click to move, the girl walks yeah, yeah. every <laughs> step across these rooms. So, I, when I played it through, I played it under emulation and I had a speed hack. Right. So, when I clicked them, I could just go, Boop, and she just yeah, walked yeah. straight over there. But that game's freaky. There's so, for like, anyone who doesn't know about because I don't, did it? even come to the UK I know it was I think it might have done but it had a it had a western it was Japanese it? western translation though. yeah it had America it came out in America on import uh, it might have it might have come out over here I'm not I sure think it, it might have had a PAL release but I know you can play it on, on yeah on naughty means yeah it's yeah. um it's very very creepy that one so you be you're in a it's an orphanage I think right. and um the kids are all being plucked off one by one by scissor man who's like a 
really short dude with a massive pair of scissors. Basically like that boss in Resi 7. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, he's got a massive pair of scissors. Where did he buy them you. from? I don't the know. The massive scissor shop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, he's quite small, so maybe comparatively <laughs> that they're not too bad. But well, yeah, shears, shears, yeah. So yeah. what I like okay. about it is, um, it's just really, it's really matter of fact with the way it'll off you. So you'll go into a room, and you, it'll be a dead end, and you're like, oh, fine, I guess I'll turn back and go into the corridor. And as you're walking, he'll just walk in, like unannounced, and just cut you in half, and that's oh. it. And it's oh, Yikes. oh, I guess that's me away. I was um, I was looking at um, footage of the forthcoming Friday the Thirteenth game earlier on mm. today. And I'm not sure I'm into that. Looks all right. Because there was an old NES Friday the 13th, yes. wasn't there, that apparently was awful. Wasn't great. But, uh, but um, anyway, yeah, horror, scary things. Scary things. Um, Alien yeah. is a series that I'm quite into. The, and and on, on, on Waypoint dot vice dot com i've previously written a few things about alien games i wrote uh back when it looked like neil Blom blomkamp that's his name isn't it to district nine and yes. whatnot he was going to do an alien five and i wrote about like how that's problematic because of bloody aliens clonal marines being canon and also a heap of shit mm. um, oh yeah you have, to, you have to, obviously isolation <laughs> is canon as well i think i wrote that before isolation was out uh, but more recently about uh, Aliens Infestation. Is that the DS one? On the DS. That is a super underrated super game. Super game. Probably I reviewed the, that when it came out. Yeah, really it's probably the best, if you know what I mean by saying this, probably the best Aliens game, if Isolation is the best Alien game. Ooh, are we going to okay. argue about AVP2? Well, it's, that's not, uh, yeah, but that's yes. not, that's not, yes, that's we not. Yes, should. Yeah. That's not an Aliens game, though, is it? I don't like, know. Like, the, as in the, riffing on the movie. Like, I, Infestation is it, basically Aliens. It right? is riffing on the movie. The whole start oh, of wow. AVP2, the entire setup, is you and a bunch of Marines with pulse rifles go into an abandoned station and get swamped by aliens. Yeah. And they're all yeah. wisecracking and stuff. But, but it's, 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 it's a series <laughs> that's had a, a, a pretty... I mean, there isn't an... Obviously, we're talking about... This but it's good. Alien, Alien Covenant is, uh, is coming out very soon um, over here. And wherever you're listening to this, it will be out in May. Uh, there's no video game tie-in to Alien Covenant. There's a VR experience where you take on the you see through the eyes of an of an alien creature bursting out of someone which sounds oh, wow. perfectly sounds wonderful um a neomorph i think they call it in the Aww, in the alien nice. um terminology but i mean we've all played alien games i guess i, sure. I wrote about the 16-bit alien 3 games which on the snares and the mega drive i, I really liked them They're both good. um and just good, recently good i actually call. played the um some of the Ripley DLC for Isolation, which I enjoyed as well, mainly because I was stomping around the Nostromo and it was like, oh my God, this is... I mean, Andy Kelly wrote a piece obviously years ago about how accurate it was mm. to the film set and it's very accurate. Um, what, what? I mean, Alien Games and you, Andy, what, what have you enjoyed over the years? AVP2. AVP2, <laughs> AVP1. Um, <laughs> Alien Trilogy on the PlayStation yeah, 1. And various and also other platforms. The, yeah. um, again, another underrated one, the Alien Resurrection game on the um, PS1. PS1 because it was a good 3D shooter at it a time was, where you couldn't really get those on the PS1. That, that's carved its a little bit of history out for itself, hasn't it? Because that was one of the first ones where the second stick was yeah. the camera, to swing yeah. the camera around. Like Somehow people were like, I don't know how that works. Oh, we'll use this. And um, because of that, it still holds up fairly yeah. well, whereas something like oh, GoldenEye is like, Oh. But like Golden Knife, if I remember anything about Resurrection, again, draw distance is pretty terrible. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's very much... It came out really late. In, it came out when the PS2 was out, didn't it? But for the PS2... I remember it being quite late, yeah. Yeah. I think uh, it got help. And several years after the film as well, I think. When was Resurrection the film? 97? 
maybe possibly no, I'll try to forget know. to be honest it wasn't one of the I mean, to be fair what was one of the best ones the first two and the new, the new I, I, have you seen any of the alien movies Kate is this a worthless question I have seen one of the alien movies have you really but you've like watched three films ever you're not gonna like my answer is it alien versus predator <laughs> no is it alien versus predator requiem no is it alien three no is it alien resurrection no is it prometheus yes yeah <laughs> I know. I that mean, I mean, in terms of that kind of series of films, it's not the worst one because the I Alien vs Predator it. films exist. But I, I don't really know what to compare it to because I haven't seen any. Of that the might ones. explain why you enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that bothered me was the bit where the big wheel is coming towards Charlie Theron, and she goes ah, the big wheel. and runs in mm. a straight line. It's a blimmin follows the track yep. <laughs> spaceship <laughs> just like roll to the side slightly yeah probably gonna be fine but you know she wasn't gonna make it anyway was she that's the thing with these She's films you've got to you can only have one at yeah. the end yeah or you know post-colonial marines canon apparently you can have more than one i'm Hicks. okay with it being Hicks what's the face fine. and thingy's head <laughs> I really want to see the space adventures of, of what's his what's his just face as a head. head. Yeah, like he's the sassy robot head. Yeah, and she's the traumatized. Have you not lady. seen the bridge sequence they've released no. that, that connects Prometheus to the next one? No, it's available on that internet, and you get a little clip of um, Shaw, isn't it, the survivor from yes. Prometheus, and and him, and she repairs him, and they fly off to. I've totally forgotten the name of the big humanoid people in that series and that are in Prometheus again I've tried to blank Prometheus yeah um, you know they they, they kind of at the start of Prometheus are there and they got their black goo and they yeah. goes into the water and they're kind yeah. of big bluey humans and anyway they go to their what's presumably their world and I think um, Michael Fassbender is going to um, mess shit up over there quite significantly oh no by dropping a load of these goo canisters on it um, but yeah Can't I mean wait. What have you, did you play alien games as a as a kid? Were you uh, freaked no. out by any of them? Like little sixteen bit prisoners with their chests bursting open? Um, well, considering that I, I used to have to take long breaks from Ocarina of Time because of how scary it was for me, I don't really think the alien games are for me. No. <laughs> No, a little like a really pixelated face hugger on your screen, just sliding on. That was in the arcade game, wasn't it? I think Aliens, the gun. Aliens, the gun. The gun. I was trying to think. Was there was How there an Aliens three gun just game the gun. as well? And it had a gun on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. you, you still get it. In, you, there's still an Alien gun game in some arcades. Yeah, there's, it's like extermination or something. Right. Like that, I think. Right. I didn't really go to arcades because I think the nearest one to me was a Hollywood Bowl in the middle of nowhere. So. Sounds about right. Yeah, we had Ocean Village in Southampton that Ocean had a few, had a Daytona Village. machine and, and some other stuff. But um, cool. and obviously I live in Brighton now, so there's the yeah. the pier that's full of crap. Um, <laughs> I went to a cool arcade in Torquay last oh. summer, as you do. Had loads of <laughs> loads of cool arcade games. Yeah. Um, I mean, do, do you know you like the Alien movies a bit then? Andy, yes, but not Prometheus. I mean, <laughs> switching I've got a weird switching, relationship with them. What's your weird relationship with the Alien? The second movies? one is clearly the best. That's your weird relationship, and I have a weird relationship with the third film that I remember it being good, but every time I sit down to watch it, I'm like, "No, this is crap." <laughs> well, they did the, the the kind of the non Fincher approved whatever it's called assembly cut, or uh, whatever I'm, afterwards, which made it into a little bit more sense. But there's a reason it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, that that was a complicated film, wasn't it? Much I also crap. find that the first film, it's good. And I understand what it did, what it did, mm. and it's a really important piece it was of a horror cinema. House film, isn't it? Yeah, really important piece of horror cinema. Um, 
but when I watch it, I'm like, oh, it's all, it's good. It's not. I I I I'm a much I'm much more into what the second film does. Yeah, just it's a total. I grab you the, 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 by the, the hand and drag the, you through 90 minutes of screaming well basically. the second one's really long isn't it um, but it, it, I th- it, the thing the second one's a lot more chaptered it, it seems to ha- have these mm. stages to it whereas the the first one of course is very slow it's so quiet very slow with. film very quiet very beautiful at the start um, and then the kind of like last 40 minutes is just like this panicked sweaty run mm. like and, that bit's brilliant it's the build up. you like, don't like the build up yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I guess it's because like the first time I watched it, I probably loved it. But yeah. every time I've gone back to the first one, I'm going, oh, Aliens are classic. I'm watching it. I, I always find myself hitting about the half an hour mark and I'm like, on my phone. <laughs> Reading the plot on Wikipedia. Yeah. Anything good coming up in this? When's the bit with a cat? Does anyone do that um, in films? <laughs> or TV shows? Do you ever like look no. up ahead what's going to happen? Or is that just me? That's, That's just terrible. You. That's a bad I do sometimes. Do. If I'm watching a movie and mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm and ahhing about it, I'm a, I'll have a little peek. Oh, no, like, I, yeah, no, I have done oh, that. Oh, okay. Done that. So if there's going to be some kind of cool thing that's going to happen, I'll no, I, I won't, I'll try to like not read towards right towards the end, but if there's something that's going to be cool coming up. Now I've know. done that, but that's mainly because getting me to watch a film these days is an absolute miracle. It's a commitment. Isn't yes. It? it is a real commitment. We have this problem with TV shows and everything. Home, mm, I've only yeah. just started watching Twin Peaks. Oh. I've only just started watching Twin Peaks. And I've owned that as a DVD <laughs> box set for many years. I get, I mean, talking about horror, I get the fear about going to the cinema because it's like, like I think the reason why I only ever watch really trashy stuff at the cinema is because I kind of know I'm either going to like it or it's going to be totally throwaway and it doesn't matter if I don't pay attention or, mm. crucially, it's going to be short. But like when I see these like Oscar-winning flicks that are coming out... This will probably happen with Alien Covenant as well, to yeah. be honest. I'm like, if I see that like the runtime's two hours, I get like, oh, because I've got to sit in there and I can't even check need, Twitter if I hate need it. need a wee. That's I, fine. It's more just like, if I get halfway mm. through this and I'm just like, I am not entertained, the idea of having to sit for an hour, yeah. just sweating it out, like, oh, it just, I can't do it. I went to a screening of Prometheus, just, just about pre-release, like a media screening at the IMAX. And of course, I got there a bit early, had a couple of beers, and that's not a short film. No. And I had to run out for a wee, and it was the bit where there was the thing they called the hammerpede showed up, and it like attacked someone and got in their suit. Right. So I came back in, I missed all that. <laughs> like, that's a really crucial bit to that <laughs> film. I was like, why are they, why are those people all, fu- where are those? I just kind of assumed it was because that film is nonsense and just got on with it, but. Um... Yeah, I mean, do you have any... You're probably not going to go and see this movie, are you? Because you don't like no. horror films. No. It's going it's to be... It's gonna, I, mean, I, I saw some things recently, no spoilers, but I saw some things that maybe I shouldn't have seen about this film. It's very, very bloody. Ooh. Very, very good. Oh, yeah, I saw that bit in the trailer, which... The, the backsplit. The, yeah, thing. the kind of yeah, inverse the, alien... The actual birthing of birthing it. Birthing. Oh, sweet. Yeah. That's my kind of horror. I like gore. It's I'm into gore. proper gory. I mean... Is, is is that a good thing or is it just kind of it's like this series thing. is in trouble and we need to up the blood, the gallons of blood a little bit? That does seem to be a go-to uh, if you want to just hit the shock button. Because yeah. like, even in the trailer, there's like the bit where there's lady, people in the shower, people having a... Th- yeah. Like, oh the alien's going to get them. If we're talking about Sex gore and death. as a horror sort of hook point yeah uh i just finished playing well i reviewed outlast 2 oh that's pretty mixed isn't it across well the board. i had a slightly interesting experience with it so 
when I got my review copy through, mm. it wasn't through Steam. It was just a pre-release download. Right, yeah. Had a quick look through the files, as you do. And in the files, it said, game is censored true. Oh, wow. Okay. Just in a text so... file. And me being an elite hacker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing, so, you know, but you might be, Andy. I have no being idea. Being an elite hacker, I changed the word true. Oh, what did you change it to? To false. Oh my god! And played through the game. Uh huh. Now I don't Nothing know. Was different. I don't know for certain on the whole thing. Yeah. Because obviously I was playing it with it and on false, but there was two bits towards the end, which I won't go into full detail of. It's quite a new was, game, isn't it? Where yeah. I was like, oh my, that's near the knuckle. And again, being an elite journalist, I knew <laughs> this is probably the censored bit. So I made two new save files there. Uh-huh. Um, and. Finished the game, because they're towards the end. Went right back into that text document, changed it to, is censored, true. Played those two bits again. Completely different. Oh, wow. Um, Okay. The game's out on Steam now. Asked a friend straight away, this is where I find that document. Do this. Hmm. And he's like, it's not there. (gasps) He's now finished it. Asked him which version he got. Censored version. Da, da, da. So they've definitely made some changes to that game because the Australian board were going to... They banned it. Australia gets a bit funny like that, doesn't they it? They actually yeah. banned it and then they said, no, those bits aren't going to be in the fin- finished release. But my eyes have seen them. There you go. What, and what I kind of them. awful are we talking here? There's a bit at the end... People are not going to see this, basically. No. Yeah, well, no, this bit isn't... This bit's unchanged, but it's actually quite... It's actually quite clever what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Spoilers for Outlast 2. At the end, your heavily pregnant wife, who you've just saved, as you're leaving the area of bad things happening, suddenly goes, oh, this is happening now. Oh, no. This is happening now. This second, it's happening. Horror situations are like hot curries. The game is all in first person. And um, in the version that you will play, from what what I've seen people playing on Steam, you're kind of looking down at them as it happens. Kind of the right, baby okay. comes out. So like you're looking down at them and the baby comes the out baby here. The baby pops out. It's not very good radio this, but I'm, you're looking down at the thing. Yeah, at the action. At the action. Yeah. Uh, when I played it through with that little hack that I did, <laughs> it's ex- the, the scene plays out exactly the scene, but your guy kind of gets... Oh, no. Right. Right in there. Oh, no. In the business end of a pregnancy. Wow. Okay. You can't get too close because other things can come out. Well, other things do. <laughs> I mean, if you're, if I was you're sat there at one o'clock in the morning, going like, "What is this?" Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, the, the joy of childbirth is. I mean, I, I, it's so, a yeah. wonderful thing to witness. But well, Christ, you want to forget about it? Quickly. All they, yeah, all they've done with that bit is changed the camera angle, but well, the scene yeah. otherwise plays out the same. But yeah, that seems a bit gratuitous, like not really very much relevant. So. Just like, eh, look at this gross thing. Yeah. Very much so, but they, I mean, is it a baby that comes out? It's they did it? sort of. I mean. They did sort of say, this isn't the finished version, so right, keep that in mind right. when you're reviewing it. Don't mention the baby. I didn't sign anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, that, that was um, that's a game that definitely trades on the extreme gore side of things. It's yeah. got jump scares. And stuff. I, I actually enjoyed it. It's got jump scares and stuff in it, but like there are plenty of bits where it's like, right, not much is going on, but there's a naked body skinned, hung up in the crucifixion position. That's pretty severe <laughs> to just it's have that line. It's weird around. to make it peak with childbirth, though, like the most gory event. That's true. Yeah. Well, there's, there is there's some other stuff throughout, but um, yeah, that bit is the whole game is based around the fact that your wife is carrying what 
half the people in the game believe is like the antichrist yeah, yeah. At the antichrist oh that's nice so they want her dead they want her dead right so he doesn't come to fruition and but the other group of people they want her to give birth to the antichrist so they want you dead for trying to save her either way you're in a lot of trouble and so is she so that's, that's kind of the a bit okay. weird i very weird I mean, getting into the whole, like, representation of women in games. It's not a great one. <laughs> it's a whole, whole bucket of, of things. It's, it's not a great one. It's mm. very, very intense. Yeah. Um, I mean, games obviously have a much bigger problem than films of this sort of stuff because mm. films been around a lot longer. Um, I can see what they try to do. I'm not sure if they necessarily hit the target. Doesn't sound like it. No, <laughs> but I've read, I've I think read, I think yeah. they might have got cold feet uh, at the eleventh hour, which is why they maybe read, made it a little bit less involved. I read very mixed things about that game. Got got some lot of running, proper pastings, and some people saying I kind of liked it. I kind of liked oh. it. So um, I'll never play it. It's just. One of those. I never played the first one. Just fell through the cracks. Um, just to should we should we address just a couple of, a lot of dicks questions? In that game. A lot of dicks. <laughs> oh well, actual physical dicks. <laughs> oh yeah, like lo- everywhere. Disembodied or disembodied, attached, attached swinging, not swinging. A lot of dicks in um many dick states in Outlast Two. A lot of dicks in Outlast Two. Sweet. That's, that's questions. The, the trend. <laughs> the trend of this year. We had Conan, didn't we? Um, <laughs> I'll just, okay, quick one here uh, from at Hoey Bowie, which is Hannah Dwan. Mm-hmm. Do you play horror games in the dark or do you make sure it's bright and happy in the room as you play? Neither. You just don't play them. <laughs> yeah, well, I make sure it's bright if I have to. I I keep the light on. Yeah. Uh, someone someone at Sega, well, yeah, someone who was at Sega then made me play um, Alien Isolation in the dark, in a dark made room with you. headphones on. That's me. And then he sat behind me and the whole time I was thinking, he's going to jump me, he's yeah. going to jump me, he's going to he jumped me and bless him he didn't okay. but i still had like the head one headphone just slightly ajar just in case one side have you, have you ever had that issue with vr where if you're playing a horror game in vr you basically do not have a say in the matter you were playing that in the dark because yeah, yeah, you're yeah, in yeah, it yeah, yeah. um i had it uh, it actually wasn't even with a horror game it was with batman i knew i was going to do oh, batman ba- VR, though. I, I knew i was going to do a horror game it is towards kind the of? end towards yeah. the end it gets very freaky but um I knew that when I got my new toy, I was going to play through Batman VR mm. in one sitting. I was totally committed to doing it. But then I realized, like, I'm going to have headphones on in my house, not basically blindfolded. Yeah. So I sent my fiance a message basically just saying, look, if you come back in the next hour or so, don't mess with me while yeah. I'm in the VR zone because yeah. I'll, I'll shit my pants. Don't and, come and- <laughs> Like, I just don't want to have to constantly worry yeah. whenever yeah. i decide to use this in the future that you were going to mess with me can we just get that out when you're now staring in- at yourself as batman in the mirror in that game then you just feel a hand gently cup oh yeah Goodness. that 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 would be enough for me who I'd installed be- this alfred uh- <laughs> <laughs> so i mean this well, was sir. the thing i was i was going to mention earlier is that at a maze one of the very few games i, I had the time to play was a game called ooh ooh, ooh. five o's so i'm not really sure how long to go? Ooh, I'm sure there was a band ooh. that had five O's as a name for it a while. It wasn't that. No, I don't just, think. Some, someone <laughs> but, tweet me and tell me if that's true. So, my problem with VR is that it puts you in this really vulnerable state, like you were mentioning. Mm. Like you have to just trust everyone around you, otherwise you're not going to have fun playing whatever it is, even if it's a super relaxing game. Uh, 
And so there was this game, there was a bed in the middle of this floor. All these other games around, all these people milling around, children, grown-ups, old people, all the people kinds. Um, and then this bed. And people were lying down for 15 minutes at a time and playing this game called Ooh, which was meant to be this super relaxing like dream sequence kind of just flying through objects and having a nice time while this woman goes, everything's going to be okay and I love you, which was hit and miss. Um, <laughs> but I really enjoyed it. It was like, uh, there were like floating deer. It was cool. I was having a nice time. But the idea of lying down on a bed in a very busy place where I didn't know anyone was terrifying, mm. even if the game wasn't. And I thought that was a really interesting kind of juxtaposition of like vulnerability and like relaxation. The physical place a game can put you in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah when you yeah. play it. It's a bit like you're saying with VR, basically, you know. Yeah. First rule of VR, don't mess with the person playing yep. it. You subject yourself. You don't to want it. it to happen yeah. to you. Yeah. Yeah, pretty. <laughs> yeah. Um at Busker Lily asks, he has two things, but this one I think is relates to something I said earlier on. He said, what game best captures the true unknowable fear of alien life? Which for me... Bloodborne does a good job of it. Bloodborne does a good job of it. Like, it... You know how Dark Souls does that whole thing where it's like, oh, it doesn't really explain itself. You have Mm -hmm. to kind of figure it out. Bloodborne does that as well, being from the same people and from the same sort of creative background. But the whole point of bloodborne is what you were trying to figure out is unknowable cosmic horror yeah that you know it's the whole lovecraft thing so the fact that you are like i i don't really know what is going on is kind of like they actually riff on that a bit and you know that yeah. is part of the point it, the, the fact that you meet many people throughout that game who have tried to understand it and gone completely insane they've, they've lost it yeah I, I, I get i really wish i'd been able to spend more time with that game i did about seven or eight hours it's really good have you heard i loved it lots of people talk about really liked it and then just stuff gets in the way but i mean for me going back to rapture a little bit and like the whole i mean it says here the the words are the unknowable fear i suppose and the whole thing about the game is like you can't understand this and as soon as you try and adapt to it it's already gone that step further oh it's using the telephone lines we'll cut the no it's it's already out of this area and basically we we have through not understanding this thing or trying to understand it maybe consigned the human race to death <laughs> uh basically so that that's that's quite one uh i mean kate any i have i've been add? thinking and like mm, the only thing i can think of is is everything but it's it's not it's not related to that it's just no. that it sort of lets you be things that you wouldn't expect to be like you can go into the one-dimensional stage and be shapes for a while and i quite like that <laughs> what kind of shape would you be a rhombus you can you can be a rhombus you can be a sort of hexagon thing you can be a, be a line it's all very just a exciting line. Yeah. i saw a video someone was trying to be a, was being a fence yeah i enjoyed that you yeah play as a fence um, <laughs> um it was a funny it's a silly funny video no, I've forgotten. <laughs> good. We, we all paused, we paused there for you, Andy. Yeah. yeah, it's good. And there was nothing. There was nothing coming. I don't know whether to ask this one because it's from Sean Cleaver, a friend of the show. I'll say because we all know him, right? Uh-huh. Um, Business he, Sean. He's even right. Well, he write, works for Develop these days, but he's he's contributed his share of Vice articles in the past. But uh, funnily enough, you talk about VR, so I'll finish on this. It says VR is the perfect platform for horror. So why aren't there many good VR horror games? Well, there, there's one really good one. Resi 7 yeah um as as the good one but i mean i was trying to think of this because i've been i've been sent my share of vr games um there was there one called they still live or something and then there was one called like something about a doll yeah a weeping doll they were bullshit they are um the um 
they, no to they still live. Oh, I can't remember its name. That actually has a couple, of, like a handful of really cool sequences in it. Um, but the game itself's not up to much. Yeah. But that's it's kind of like a weird psychological horror that. So there's a few bits where it kind of. Sorry, which one? Uh, it's like it's the one with like the red. It's called like they still live. It's oh, one, it was one, one of the right. launch yes, ones. It was a launch. One. Yeah, yes, I can't remember exactly what it's called, but um, yeah, that that has a couple of cool sequences, but the game itself's not great. Pretty trust. But I, I think do you know why I think the reason why VR horror, um. It either isn't great or like it's a bit thin on the ground. It's just because if you make, I mean, this is why I think Resident Evil Seven was a really brave move to put it in VR. Is because if you make a VR game and it's horror, right? Half the people who've got VR aren't going to play it. Yeah, straight away because I, I I see it like whenever we do any yeah. VR stuff in the bar I work at, they they're like touch it, they're yeah. just like nah, I'm 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 good, thanks. Yeah. And I get it. I played through Resi, Resi Seven in VR, and I mean probably caused myself some damage shed, down the line on that stone. one you know like but um you know i mean but it's it's i i don't want to be that guy who's like oh stop being a coward you gotta play it but like yeah. i i would recommend trying it just because whenever i talk about that game i don't talk about it like people go oh remember that bit at the end where this happens i'm yeah. like yeah i was there like right. i, I remember I, yeah. I talk about it in slightly different way that i talk about other games that i finished um and I think that's kind of fun, but like, yeah, I think that with VR horror, um, one, it's a bit easy. It's an easy thing. Oh, you're in this thing. It's scary. Yeah. And I think that, uh, some people are a bit apprehensive to do it because people don't like being scared. Surprisingly, it's, it's putting yourself in a, you know, in that, again, that position of vulnerability as well, isn't it? Where you are kind of trapped in the experience. It's not yeah. Like you're a, sort of doubling up you on You can't it. look away from what's going on. Yeah. yeah. And Big also time. like, I mean, in simpler terms, I think people would genuinely die like that's so real there has and so scary been comments made by developers on that yeah yeah that, that i wouldn't want to you know, be like yeah some tiny indie studio going oh we've made this horror game you should try it. it's really good and then people die people and have, then you're yeah. forever the indie studio that kills someone i've remembered what i was going to say and it ties into vr nicely yeah. so did any of you play pt no. on launch night no. you know when they did the flash launch of it and were just like it's out yeah and no one knew it was anything to do yeah. with kojima or silent hills or anything like that talking about unknowable horror mm. that first night where everyone was playing it and kind of going there's something more going on here like what is this yeah that was really creepy because every time you saw something new you would like check the internet to be like am i the first person <laughs> in the world to have just noticed that and it was this really weird thing where like you almost felt like you were taking a like opening up like if Pandora's box was like mm. layers, you were like going into the next bit and you were like, which layer is something going to really bad happen or tell me what this is. That was really, really freaky. But back to the VR thing, PT and VR, I put PT on in PlayStation VR and played it in the cinematic mode. So it's not even immersion. It's just, just on a big, big cinema screen. screen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Had to stop. Yeah. Just didn't like it being near that near my face. Yeah. Mm. Like PT is the only horror game where I've tapped the tap out and gone like this is too much. Yeah. So I'm kind of glad it got cancelled because I would have played it and I'd be dead. Look yeah. behind you. <laughs> no, is that what he says? Is it like turn around or something like that? I just don't. I'm trying to think of the dialogue. It it it's I listen to a radio report, then it just goes like turn like look behind you or something. Yeah. No. Actually, you're like one we haven't talked about that we should have mentioned maybe is, is oxen free. 
Oxenfree, Oxenfree goes ties into the whole like a ama- like sound design making it. Oh yeah, because it's like super cutesy. It's really. all about like the the sort of radio and like yeah. the, the red lights and the triangles. The and red like, eyes. Hang on, I don't know. It's so creepy. There's a bit like on a blackboard or something and all these handprints start appearing mm. and you're like, don't like this. Yeah. Did I had to take a break and go that, away and then come did, back. Yeah, I can, re- I can agree with that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, it's not what I thought of immediately, but when I played that for the first time, yeah. it definitely um, creeped me out. And you there's bits where like you're, you're playing in a time loop and like you're seeing things flicker in and out and you're like, why is my reflection appearing? <laughs> Reflections freak me out well, there's, like there's a when bit there's in that when no reflection the, you expect one and that kind of thing oh i don't like it yeah and there's cat there's photographs in that game as well isn't there you take photographs and there's one not too far in where like it's very obvious there's some creepy ass shit yeah. going on um <laughs> Such a good but game. it's like a cutesy looking game as well yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's, uh, that's that's a really good game actually has that not been a ps plus thing yet probably um, only a matter of time i don't know it's just come out on ios though yeah it's doing the is rounds nice. isn't it um i tried to download it when i was traveling and i didn't have any internet so i haven't tried For it ios yet. yeah also it's quite big i was gonna say so. you're like you've got nothing no space on your phone i've got a new phone specifically oh, so i can play more games <laughs> so you can play games for <laughs> yep. the phone just for that uh cool um i think we can uh we should probably wrap up there are a few more questions thank you for sending questions um yeah. always welcome we can't go through them all um just very quickly, what else have we actually been playing uh, before we go? I played Edith Finch. It's really good. I would recommend that. What remains of Edith Finch? What about you, Andy? Street Fighter Five. Why are you asking? Well, okay, yeah. Okay, you play anything new? Anything new, Andy? Mario Kart. <laughs> Mario Kart Eight Deluxe is fantastic. Yeah. Um, what have I been playing? Uh, so Nog came out today. Yes. As did Tumble Seed. Um, Super Rubber Resurrection came out, but I haven't played that since the. We we covered Nog on the website today. Yeah. Or two days ago. When I you haven't read that. it, yeah. but um, I've been like tweeting about Nog all day because I'm mm. going to Montreal which is where they're based and oh, I'm going to go hang out I'm with downloading them. it tomorrow I haven't yeah. got a chance today uh, so the EU codes might not work <laughs> Cause, oh really? because I got sent one and, and then I had to message them being like it's not working and I promise oh, I'm not trying to scam okay. you yeah. but um, it, sh- it should be fine eventually you read our um, and I'm going to download Tumble Seed on the Switch because yeah. it's real hard on Steam real hard so i'm hoping well it suits the the physical nature of the switch yeah. doesn't it to, and it's with got the... hd rumble which i'm yes. excited about yes which is yeah. good to see an indie dev use the hd rumble yeah. thing the snake pass didn't and i really wish it's it had shame, yeah. really wish it had um yeah. andy where can people find you to follow you on twitter i should also point out we haven't even mentioned it that you kind of run a lot of shit up at the loading bar which is obviously where we've streamed from before yes um, and you were on the stream briefly I was on the stream beating the UK Street Be- Fighter champion Problem X thank um, you very much yeah. <laughs> in a first to one the first of one <laughs> we, we, they, the, the opportunity was there for him to get his own back and he didn't want to take it did he exactly he listens to this I know he wants revenge there we go he'll get it I'm sure um, I, I do everything through Twitter it's Andy Hero I spell my name wrong <laughs> apparently it's a-n-d-i is that H-E-R-O. actually your given is that that's that no my name's knows? andrew but you know when you're a kid and you're in the playground and everyone's like what's your nickname and my friend matthew's like matt and my friend peter's pete and i was like well mine's andy and then just spell it a-n-d-i oh, nice. no one corrected me and like andy late. peters like andy peters me, probably, me and him yeah but that was probably a thing when you were that age it probably was yeah, actually yeah probably, maybe that name? must be it it's, it's his fault I, I mean, so many things are andy <laughs> peters fault. do you think in in another alternate life he could have been a drew Drew, I, I have a weird? few of my friends call me that when they're being really patronizing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that does that has come up. Drew Hamilton mm, sounds like that's a weird, sounds like a, a Kotaku Russ because it's Kirk Hamilton, really. But yeah, you could be his friend, 
Could be. Sure. Or his brother. I know his We've brother. Cousin related. Dad. Son. Lots of people try to give me lots of different nicknames because <laughs> my full name's Catherine. It's so Catherine it with like... a C as well, which is really confusing. Kate no, Ray. it's not. But it's, it is because... It's legit Mike. Yeah, but... Michael. Yeah, but that begins... Mike, M, M and M, <laughs> A and A, C and K. Fine. They yeah. got a sail on. That's the normal it? thing. But like I get Kat and Kathy and Katie and mm. Kitty. I'm like, shut up. Don't call me any of those. All right, Bothers Kate. Bothers me. Yeah. Sometimes where, where, people email me calling me Katie and I'm like, it's in oh, my signature. Oh, don't I don't do care that. how good your game is. Yeah. Now I'm not talking to you. I mean, I have Did anyone else that. get sent a potato this week? No, I didn't. But I was like, I know the guy who made the game, but I didn't get a potato and I'm very annoyed. I don't I want to. I threw that potato away immediately. Then I realized yeah. I only found out really what the game was today. And I thought, well, that looks quite interesting. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, but it's the potato guys. So immediately, mm. no. I just oh. keyed in the URL yeah. and saved waste. Yeah, just, my, just my son like wanted a, to eat it's it. It's a real oh, expensive yeah. PR thing. It's a bit so, silly. It's, it's nice. I'm not sure how it relates to the game. Though. I mean, more PR should send codes on cake. That would sure. be good. But what if it gets squashed? What, the cake or the code? Well, I still eat squashed cake. That's fine. Yeah. I, I don't care if someone sat on the cake. I'll probably still eat the cake. Once upon a time when I was doing music and yeah. we went touring in a tour bus, uh-huh. uh, we found a cock cake in the bus oh. in the back of a splitter van, and that was like above the cab. And there was a little compartment. We opened it up and there was all these like paper plates and a cake box. We're like, surely not. I opened it up <laughs> and it was a gigantic cake penis with little icing spunk coming out the end <laughs> oh, of it. Oh, no. But all the, all the, all the um, paper plates and stuff were Disney princess ones, as <laughs> I remember. Yeah. I'm anyway, pretty sure I once went to Centre Parks with my family and maybe my parents bought my aunt a penis cake and me being quite young didn't know what it was mm. but i remembered it and then when i was older and i had that memory again i was like oh that's what it was yeah. oh my because <laughs> imagine being like three and looking at this thing and being like what is that i, I can remember that looks mind. horrible that doesn't look like something i want to eat sure. <laughs> i'm pretty sure my mum oh may have made for someone a tits cake once yeah. i'm pretty sure my mum made a tits cake for tits someone cake. and i remember seeing it like on the side just going why have you put the cherries like that oh oh no kate where can people find you on the internet I'm not sure they want to now. Um, for, more, for more tit cake for, conversation. For more, <laughs> Dicks and tit cake. For more realizations from my childhood, you can follow me at How Not to Draw on Twitter. Terrific. And you can find Waypoint uh, pretty much everywhere at Waypoint on Twitch and Twitter. We're Waypoint Vice on Facebook. Find us online at waypoint.vice.com. Uh, thanks for listening to the UK podcast. We do this every two weeks. So the next UK podcast will be live on May 18th when I'll be joined by Ed Smith and Steve Burns. And among other things, we'll be talking about Max Payne 3. Because it's five years old <laughs> that day. Of course you will be. And those are two of the biggest advocates <laughs> for that game going. Um, I've been playing it again. Spoiler, uh, in preparation for that. And it's not as good as I remember. Never Ooh. in the world. And I'll leave it at that. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.